close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, thanks for joining me today. The topic is angels are non-denominational. Before I jump in with that, hello to my listeners in Higashi Matsuyama, Japan. I hope I pronounced that right. I sure tried to. I appreciate you tuning in. It's great to have your support. Thank you so much. Um, This is a topic that is by request, and it's actually a question that I've had asked quite a bit in sessions over the years People asking, what religions are angels for? Who is Who d- does not have angels? Questions like that. So let's just start by saying angels are powerful spiritual beings who serve God and human beings in a wide variety of ways. And the English word angel is derived from the Greek word angelus, which means messenger. The faithful from the world's major religions believe that angels are messengers from God, who carry out tasks that God assigns them to perform on earth. When they appear on earth, angels may be in either human or heavenly form, uh, which is light. Uh, So angels may visit in disguise looking just like human beings, or they may appear as they've been popularly depicted in art as creatures with human faces and wings often shining from light with light from within. The way that I and a lot of other people see them are light beings. Religions such as Judaism, Christianity, and Islam say that an important part of angels' work is worshiping the God who created them, such as by praising him in heaven. Some religions, such as Islam, say that all angels serve God faithfully. Other religions, such as Christianity, say that some angels are faithful to God, while others have rebelled against them and are now demons. Just as their name implies, angels may deliver God's messages to humans, such as by comforting, encouraging, or warning people according to what's best in each situation into which God sends them. I want to go back on this thing about demons, though. Demons are not angels. While Satan is said to have been an angel who fell from heaven, fell out of God's grace, demons are not angels. So very different creatures. Angels may work hard to guard the people they're assigned to from danger. Stories about angels rescuing people facing perilous situations are very popular in our culture. Some people from religious traditions like Catholicism believe that everyone has a guardian angel divinely assigned to them for their entire lifetime. Some people believe that angels record the activities people choose to do. We're all here to exercise free will, so we make a lot of decisions in our lifetime. 
Some New Age, Jewish, and Christian believers say that an archangel named Metatron records everything that happens in the universe with help from angels of the power's angelic rank. Islam says that God has created angels called Karaman, Kataban, who specialize in recording deeds, and that that God assigns two of those angels to each person, with one recording the person's good deeds and another recording the person's evil deeds. In Sikhism, angels named Shitar and Gupta record the decisions of all people, with Shihar recording deeds that other humans see and Gupta recording deeds that are hidden from other people but known to God. Angels protect you, they guide you, and they offer you great inner wisdom and healing messages. Angels are non-denominational and will help you in whatever spiritual or religious form resonates with you. So let's kind of dive in here with different religious beliefs and spiritual beliefs about angels. What religion first mentioned angels? Angelic beings in Zoroastrianism and Hinduism. As mentioned above, the Jews developed their ideas about angels when they were in Babylon. The dominant religion of ancient Babylon was Zoroastrianism. There are some similarities between that ancient belief and the Jewish belief about angels. But there's other beliefs and mentions about angels in religious texts around the world. Judaism and Christianity base their notion of angels on references in the Hebrew scriptures to divine servants and to the heavenly host. Two archangels, and those are Michael and Gabriel, are mentioned in the Old Testament, and two other archangels, Raphael and Uriel, are in the Apocrypha. In Judaism, angels are supernatural beings that appear throughout the Hebrew Bible. And also in the traditional Jewish liturgy, and there is agents of the God of Israel. Catholics believe angels always assume a masculine form, appearing either as a man or a young boy. That hasn't been true for me, and I was raised Catholic, but that's okay. It is believed that they do this to honor God, who is our Father, and Jesus Christ, who became a man to save us from our sins. This is due to the Bible and declarations of saints. Religions like Hinduism and Buddhism as well as belief systems such as New Age spirituality, say that angels can be beings who have worked their way up from low to high spiritual planes by passing spiritual tests and may continue to grow wiser and stronger even after they've achieved an angelic state. I have to tell you, like I, I'm not a, a, associated with a specific religion, but I'm extremely respectful of religions and beliefs. But I've seen angels since I was a tiny child, and I've heard them, we've talked, we've had so many conversations, and we continue to do so, and they've never talked about climbing through the ranks. So I can just tell you through my experience, they've never talked about it. Are angels the same in Islam and Christianity? These are some questions I've been asked, kind of fit into the theme of today's show. Islamic depictions of angels resemble winged Christian angels, like out of the Bible, but Islamic angels are typically shown with multicolored wings. Angels such as the Archangel Gabriel are typically depicted as masculine, which is consistent with God's rejection of feminine depictions of angels in several verses of the Quran. Muslims believe angels are made of pure light. 
they worship angels and pray to them. Angels are light beings. That I've that's how I see them. That's what they told me. They are in the celestial realms, but they've always told me never pray to angels, only to God. Christians are taught to pray to God or Jesus, not to angels. Uh, let's talk about belief in angels because I found a lot of information about this that's from this year, so very current, and it's actually quite hopeful. Compared with the devil, angels carry more credence in America. Angels even get more credence than the belief in hell, more than astrology, reincarnation, and the belief that physical things can have spiritual energies. People believe in angels. In fact, currently in 2023, 7 in 10 U.S. adults say they believe in angels, and that's according to a poll by the Associated Press, the NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. People are yearning for something greater than themselves, beyond their own understanding. That search for something bigger can take on many forms, from following a religion to crafting a self-driven purpose to believing in angels. For a lot of people, angels feel a lot safer to worship. They feel more comfortable turning to angels than turning to God. And many begin by turning to angels, and it leads to their faith in God. To me, anything associated with a higher power and angels are God's messengers. If you start by believing in angels and really communicating and becoming very close in your relationship with angels, it does bring you closer to your higher power. People turn to angels for comfort. And with the world in chaos as it is now, people need more comfort than they have in a long time. They're familiar creatures, they're familiar beings, regularly showing up in pop culture as well as the Bible. Uh, I know when I was a small child, we started going to the Catholic a cathedral in Frederick, Maryland that had larger than life-size angels, well, larger than human-size angels, and I would just watch them. I was so young. I it, A lot of it was like a Latin mass. I didn't know what they were talking about. So I would just stare at these angels because they were, I, I finally knew exactly what these were that had been coming to me all my life because there they were in the way that they were showing themselves to me then. Comparatively, worshiping God or Jesus is far more involved for a lot of people. When many church leaders preach about angels, it is with the context that they are part of God's kingdom. Once in a while, I have somebody get upset with me about my podcast or my book title, and they'll say, you should let God lead. And they're like, don't you know, angels are God's heavenly creatures. They are like an intermediary between us and God and helping God take care of humans in the way he wants us taken care of and guarded and guided. It's not either or. You can believe in God and worship God and still want your angels to lead you. Americans' belief in angels, 69%, is on par with belief in heaven and the power of prayer, but it's bested by belief in God or a higher power, which is 79%. Fewer U.S. adults believe in the devil or Satan, only 56%. I'm working to change that, and if you've watched some of my shows on this topic, you'll know why. Astrology, 34% believe in that. Reincarnation, 34% believe in that. And physical things having spiritual energy, such as plants, rivers, or crystals, 42% of people in the U.S. believe in that. 
If I had numbers for the world, I'd love, if somebody has numbers for the world, I couldn't find that. I'm not trying to leave you out. This is just what I found. The widespread acceptance of angels shown in this poll makes sense as it tracks with historical surveys, which show that the U.S. remains a faith-filled country, even as more Americans reject organized religion. And I hope that people can calm down about that because it doesn't mean you don't believe in God or a higher power. It doesn't mean you're throwing caution to the wind. You're just going to do whatever. You're going to do terrible things. You're not going to live in a, a way that God would want you to or that the kind of golden rule kind of thing. It just means they're believing outside of organized religion. But if the devil is in the details, so are people's understanding of angels. People are very malleable when it comes to angels. They can have any one of a number of quite different worldviews in terms of understanding how the cosmos is arranged, whether there's spirit beings, whether there's life after death, whether there's a God, and still find a place for angels in that worldview. And I have to wonder if maybe God didn't design it that way so that it would be easier for the people who were finding it difficult to connect with God. Talk of angels is often also about something else, like the way God interacts with the world and other ideas that can be hard to articulate. The large number of U.S. adults who say they believe in angels includes 84% of those with a religious affiliation, 94% of evangelical Protestants, 81% of mainland, mainline Protestants, and 82% of Catholics, and 33% of those without a religious affiliation. And of those angel-believing, religiously unaffiliated, that includes 2% of atheists, 25% of agnostics, and 50% of those identified as nothing in particular. My experience through the years, because I'm very open and I love, I love intelligent conversation about many things, and one of them is religious beliefs, your thoughts on angels and God and the afterlife. I, I like to hear people's thoughts on it. It doesn't matter if it's not mine. And so I had some, I have some friends who consider themselves to be agnostic or atheist. And I can feel at a very deep level that they want to believe. They want to see angels. They want to believe there is a God, but they need to have a, a personal experience. I don't think that's unusual because the same is true for a lot of other paranormal, supernatural activity. People need to have their own experience before they really believe it's true. Angels have become a very big deal, even for practitioners of what would be called the occult. We can't escape them in any way, shape, or form, so people are very open to angels. A woman named Jennifer in Florida is among the roughly 7 in 10 U.S. adults who say they believe in angels. She said she isn't sure if God exists and rejects the afterlife dichotomy of heaven and hell, but the deaths of her parents solidified her views on the celestial beings, angels. She believes her parents are still keeping an eye on the family, not in any physical way or as a supernatural apparition, but that they manifest in those moments when she feels a general sense of comfort. She says, I think that they are around us, but in a way we can't understand. I don't know what else to call it except an angel, but I'm going to say humans don't become angels. So she is feeling the energy of spirit, but she's right. Angels are all around us. I mean, everywhere I go, 
I either feel people's angels and I certainly feel my own and I see people's angels frequently. Angels mean different things to different people. And the idea of loved ones becoming heavenly angels after death is not an unusual belief nor a universally held one. But my angels through the years, the decades have made it clear to me that angels do not become humans and angels do not, humans do not become angels, though they can appear Uh, Angels can appear in human form temporarily if needed to help someone. And how that all came about is because as a little girl, my dearest wish is to be an angel someday. And they finally just told me it can't happen. And I was really sad. It's still, I would love to be an angel, but the best I can hope for is to be someone's guide someday. In reading a scripture, uh, an evangelical Protestant said that he believes angels are something else entirely. They've never been human and are another level in heaven's hierarchy. He believes that humans are higher than angels, but we do not become an angel. But in reality, according to the angels, angels are higher than human. They are celestial beings. We're not better. They're not better. They're just higher, and especially that higher frequency closer to God. Angels do interact with humans, though. And what that looks like, we're not 100% sure. I can tell you what it looks like for me. I can tell you what it looks like for some of my clients and students that I work with. Um, But that's because sometimes they appear as winged beings. Sometimes they're different light forms, a whole different array of light forms. And some people have seen them as literally how they're depicted in the Bible, which is a little more scary, even though They're not trying to be scary. It could have a scary appearance to people. The Western ideas about angels can be traced through the Bible and to the worldviews of its monotheistic authors. Those beliefs have changed and developed for millennia, influenced by cultures, theologians, and even the ancient polytheistic beliefs that come before the Hebrew Bible and the New Testament. So very, very ancient. There are lines of continuity from the Bible that you can trace all the way up to the New Age movement. Everything morphs. Every beliefs change and attitudes change. The angels in the Bible do God's bidding. And angelic violence is one part of their job description in the Bible. The angels of the Bible are just as likely to assassinate individuals and slaughter entire populations as they are to offer help and protect and deliver. They are God's obedient soldiers doing a task at hand, and sometimes that task is in human beings' best interest, and sometimes it sure doesn't seem to be. The perception that angels act angelic and look like the idyllic winged figurines atop Christmas trees could be attributed to an early centuries belief that people are assigned one good angel and one bad, or have a good and a bad spirit to guide them. And I thought this was interesting. The the idea shows up on the shoulders of cartoon characters and is likely what Abraham Lincoln was alluding to in his famous appeal for unity when he referenced the better angels of our nature in his first inaugural address. You have to look that up and see the context. It's also tied in with with ideas about guardian angels, which again, very ancient views that got developed over the centuries. For many, angels are protectors. They're capable of keeping someone from harm. They credit angels with those moments like when a person's plans fall through, but ultimately it saves them from being in the thick of an unexpected disaster. The person turns on the news and a terrible tragedy happened at that particular place. 
where they should have been or would have been, suggesting it might have been an angel that was watching over them. It doesn't matter what your religion is or if you even affiliate with a religion. It doesn't matter if you're agnostic or atheist. You still have a team of angels guiding and guarding you. I have seen thousands of people for readings over the years, and every one of them had angels with them, some more than others, but everyone's got a whole team. These people could be Catholic, Jewish, Church of Latter-day Saints, Baha'i, Baptist, Fundamentalist, more, I mean, I've seen um, Amish, very spiritual people not affiliated with a religion, and those who have yet to even take a step on the spiritual path, but it just doesn't matter. Every one of them has angels with them. As I go about my life, whether it's grocery shopping, taking walks around the parks, going to social events, I see angels around each person. It always amazes me when someone asks me, do I have angels? Yes, you do. I'm t- you absolutely do. Even more amazing and, and sad to me is when a person asks, tells me they don't believe they have angels, that they don't believe they deserve them. And it isn't about what you deserve either. It's about your soul's growth and the journey you're here to learn, things you're here to overcome, breaking cycles, knowing yourself better, finding peace, loving yourself, opening your heart to love in general, forgiving, all those things that progress our soul and make us a better person. Your angels are definitely with you right now and every step of your lifetime. They love you and they're fully vested in helping you in every way they can. You not believing in angels does not make them go away. It can lead them to give you less messages. But when you're ready, you can say it, you could, you could think it, you could show them through the things you're doing. Those messages increase and they become easier to hear. They become more frequent. They sometimes become more urgent. I just had this conversation with my good friend, Terry Ann. We were at a book festival in Scottsdale, Arizona, Saturday, and talking about how when the angels want us to know something, it is sometimes instead of just hearing it in our head, we will hear it almost shouted out loud outside of our head. And that's when you know they really want your attention. So be sure to listen for the messages that you get. Talk to your angels. If you're ready to build a relationship, if you're ready to receive more guidance, just say, angels, I'm ready. I am ready to know you. I am ready to have a close relationship with you. And they're going to hear everything you say, everything you think. So they're not judging you or stalking you, but they're just with you as guides and guards all the time. And I hope that you find this helpful. Um, I want you to tune in next week. The topic is transforming grief. I've done a lot of grief work for decades now. I do it in a different way at this time, but we're going to talk about ways to transform grief, to move through those stages a little quicker, to come to a place of peace with the new relationship you can have with someone and the fact that love truly never dies. In the meantime, may the angels surround you. May the angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Angel Room with Ivory Lanou. Tune in next Sunday at 9.30.